Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. A squirrel has four sides. Welcome to the Factor. Welcome to the Factor, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Factor. It's the Factor. Yeah, it's the Factor. Hey, this is the Fact Off. I'm your host, Alex, and it's with me as always is the weekday freak, Pat. How's everybody? I'm good, and yourself? Can't complain, it's the weekday. Woo! Weekday freak. Weekday freak. You're a WDF. WDF. <laughs> and with me as always is Pat's best friend, Mikey Sands. Hey, what's up? I'm happy to say that I got to see Pat in person over the weekend. Yeah, we were just friends before. Now we're best friends. Yes. You guys held hands the whole time. Well, there's a picture of us fighting, and then there's a picture of us hugging. Those are all the but, steps of best friends. <laughs> yeah. So you start with fighting, then you hug. Yeah, it, That's exactly how every best friend goes. Yeah. That's true. Name Name two. I can think of one. Two friends? Yeah. Godzilla <laughs> and King Kong. <laughs> they did start uh, as enemies. Yeah. Batman the Fox and, and the Hound. Yeah, that's true. Batman and Superman. Uh, Cinderella and those mice. Winnie the and Pooh the and Fox and the Hound. Yeah, the Fox and the Hound. We heard you, Mike. Fox and the Hound. We get it. <laughs> well, I didn't know you heard me. I, I said, yeah. Oh, I thought you were uh, saying, yeah, to Batman and Robin. Did anyone say no, Fox and I said and Batman and Superman. What? Uh, did anyone say Fox and the Hound yet? <laughs> oh, good one, Pat. That was a real good one. God. Fox and the Hound. Mike's fact is about the Fox and the Hound. <laughs> Yeah. I hate that movie so much. It's what? not that good. Just right. anno- I just hate their little voices. Like it just annoys the hell out of me. What do they sound like? Because I don't remember their voices. Uh, the, no. To be be fair, a couple years ago, Mike was walking home from school and was attacked by a fox and a hound. He was attacked by both of them at the same time. So this yep. is after they became friends. And yep, then... <laughs> and they attacked Mike, and Mike did not become friends with them. The sequel is Mike getting attacked by. <laughs> yeah, that's why he hates Fox yeah, and the Hound. I don't blame Things... you, Mike. I, you know, I feel your pain. Okay, I'll go along with this, <laughs> and that's why I hate the movie Up because I was attacked by a floating house. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, <laughs> I, real fast. I was talking to a guy at work. I know he's not gonna listen to this, but he never saw Up, and I asked him the other day. I was like, "Oh, did you ever see Up?" He's like, "Nah." Or no, he said yes, and then he goes, did they ever sell that house at the end of the movie? <laughs> I was like, what do you think Up is about? And all he remembers is the beginning of the movie where they're trying to get them to sell the house. He didn't even last until the balloon showed up. So he turned it off in the very beginning, like, oh, I, I'm tired of watching movies about houses being sold. Yeah, another house being sold movie. He- I'm out. He assumed he could get away with like, yeah, I pretty much can make up the rest of this. If someone talking about this at work ten years after it came out, I could probably hold my to own. Be, to be yeah, fair, like that a, is a yeah, HGTV is not enough for him. Yeah, trying to get somebody to stop to stop selling a house is like a big movie plot. Happened in Step Brothers. Yeah, that's it. Step Brothers and up. The I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's a Mary Kate and Ashley one. Yeah, pretty much not selling movie. a house. Yeah. Yeah, like a kid's movie. Like, their parents are selling the house. We can't let them do that. Yeah, a lot of, like, orphanages are being sold and closed. Yeah. And they have to, like, raise money. 
But that's right, fa- folks. This is the Fact Off Podcast. We all bring you a random score fact, and you guys voted last week. And who won last week, Mike? Bring out the what, what, fact. You got to pr- you got to promote better that people can vote for these facts because I I don't know if the po- folks at home knows they can vote, and th- I feel like we have a lot of listeners that are dying. Um, what? Because <laughs> in the show notes it says vote or die, <laughs> and I feel it's like ba- people are just dropping dead while they're listening oh. to the podcast, left and right. That's the. Uh... That's why we put it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put, so if, if you hear about somebody who died, they might have been a fact off listener who didn't vote. So, And it's not us going around killing people either. Like It's just God smites them dead. Just something, an act of God happens, and you can, we can't control it. You can probably biggest fan. figure out that almost every person who has died has not voted on the fact off. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's how we could prove that no one votes. You, <laughs> and to our knowledge, people who have voted, not one of them has died. So could That's be true. eternal Keep life. Keep it up, listeners. Knock wood. We do not wish anybody dies. Yeah, so yes. vote. Yes. It's the cure-all. <laughs> All right, Wait, but yeah, uh, back to the victory, whoever whoever won. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to bust out the fact calculator for this one because there was a, a huge number of votes and uh, it just took me forever to tally them up and uh, once I got to the end of the voting counting I I found that it did not meet my expectations but I will deliver the truth right here and now Alex was the winner yeah what a build up oh my god this is the greatest and he hasn't but, won in a long time. No, I, I haven't think. won in 2023. I was it's been over. A while. I yeah. do. I get a, a victory uh, side victory because I did vote for Alex's fact this week. You do. Yeah, you you vote. You chose the right person, and that's all that matters. Um. So last week we didn't record, and I had a part of I had my fact ready, so I have a different fact this week because somebody had a bad day at work. I did have a bad yeah. day at work. It, and it, it, you made it sound terrible. Like I thought yeah. somebody had been run over by a car, or um, one of the kids like threw up in been. your in your backpack or something. I don't. I don't know. His feelings were ran over by a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the, yeah. So he he had to recover. His feelings had to recover. A whole week worth of recovery. And I can see that little smile on his face now. <laughs> I think he's fully recovered. But we don't nope. know hundred. I had a worse day at work today. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Uh, Thursdays are not your day. No, they really are not. No. So, Monday was President's Day. Side additional victory fact. Oh, you know, come on. This you know, President's much. Day, technically the holiday is still called George Washington's birthday, or Washington's birthday is the name of the holiday. We just call it President's Day. I was wondering, because I'm like, yeah, why do we, I guess George Washington's like, no, no, don't celebrate me. Let's celebrate all the presidents, right? He said he's that. A, he came back from the humble. dead. Supposedly, he didn't like celebrating his birthday, and that was part of going to be part of my fact. But Washington was born in on February eleventh, seventeen thirty one. But that was the Julian calendar, and in nineteen in seventeen fifty two, Britain and all its colonies switched to the Gregorian calendar, which moved Washington's birthday from February eleventh, seventeen thirty one, to February twenty second. 1732. Wait, a whole year? 
a so year that, and 11 days. Oh, so his they, birthday was actually yesterday then. Yeah, so that's why it's later in the the month than originally when it was his birthday was the 11th. But I assume everybody's birthday moved like a whole bunch at that time. I can't imagine that. Like, you know what? Now your birthday's a year and a half later. I wouldn't mind Did- someone telling me I was... 34 instead of 35 that'd be nice did people yeah. really even care about birthdays back then because i feel like we just make up this idea that birthdays matter at all and really they don't like i'm trying to think why a bir- why you even celebrate a birthday um i guess everybody needs a little bit of them the time for themselves but i, I don't know i never as, really got the birthday concept as someone who's had a, a few rough days at work <laughs> over the last few weeks Having one day where I can celebrate myself just for surviving another year of the drudgery called life. I'm for I birthdays. L- yeah. I like a good birthday. I'm for like eating cake whenever you want to. Yeah, Mike, we all have seen your pictures. Yeah, Mike's <laughs> eating cake right now. <laughs> Why are you wearing uh, that birthday hat? <laughs> well, my, Mike can't eat cake without having a birthday hat on. It's like a double-edged sword. He hates birthdays, but... God, I had does to he order look good in special extra large uh, rubber bands, um, so they don't break. Yeah, the little, well, the little kid ones his, don't uh, really fit. He's wearing his birthday suit as well. Ooh, yeah, I had it specially <laughs> ma- tailored. Thank you. Um, I like birthdays. I'm a big birthday guy. Ah, I celebrated it, your birthday before. Is that your Mike? fact? I, yeah. I I do not like birthdays so much though that I found a way to go into Facebook. And finagle it in such a way where Facebook does no no longer broadcast out to my friends that my birthday is this in this day. Yeah, but I know when your birthday is. I know. I mean, see, that's see how it matters is like people who actually know you will know that. But the I don't want just a random guy that I met five years ago who probably doesn't even remember my name unless he saw it in his feed to like wish me a birthday. Don't you think it'll make him happy knowing that some guy he met five years ago is still alive? No, I think it just makes him happy <laughs> that he completed an achievement on his notification tray. Um, Mike doesn't care so much about birthdays that the what two or three weeks ago is Mike's wife's birthday, and we're like Mike's like, oh, you guys want to be cool tonight? We're like, isn't your wife's birthday? Yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll do something. In to day. be fair, Alex. My wife, the amount of I cares I give for birthdays, my wife uh, dialed that back by like a hundred, and she cares like a hundred times less. Whoa! Wait, yeah, so she doesn't you care about birthdays? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about Hunter? That. We'll we'll celebrate the hunters. I don't even know when his birthday falls. Honestly, well, he has like seven every year. So yeah, every day yeah. is his birthday. He gets good no. pets. And today is the one-year birthday anniversary of Pat's fact, 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 tackler, fact, 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 tackler, fact, 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 tackler, fact, tackler. I don't think that's true, but it is coming up, I think. With Mike. Yeah, that's going to be next year if we if we make it that long. I feel like if we forget to vote, we could die. So we just gotta stay alive. My wife is like, I was gonna buy you a fact of the day calendar, but they weren't worth the price. They were expensive. <laughs> to be I, fair, they're they only the right $8. dollars Yeah, we got them after Christmas. Yeah. I bought them on the fire sale. Of, like, we need to get rid of all these fact calendars stat. 
All right. Well, speaking of facts, welcome to the weekly fact calendar. I bring you five random... Wait, no, that's your intro. I'm going to give you five facts from Mike's lovely fact calendar, brought to you by Mental Floss. Yeah, I'm still going for that uh, advertising. I want them to start paying us. All right, first fact of the week. The world's tallest living tree is a coast redwood in California named Hyperion. It's just over 380 feet tall. The big Sherman? No, it's Hyperion. Did you just not listen to a word he said? His name is Hyperion? I thought the song, the... General Sherman? Yeah, General Sherman. No, Maybe General Sherman's a fattest tree. Uh, Hyperion's the tallest. Yeah, everybody knows this. It's on the fact calendar. This fact is especially for Alex Maloney. Simon West, director of Alex's two favorite movies, Con Air and The Expendables 2, also directed Rick Astley's 1987 video for Never Gonna Give You Up, Never Gonna Let You Down. Wow, this guy, the cheese legend. Yeah. Yeah. The highs of Con Air and the lows of Expendables 2. The legend of cheese. (laughs) I guess General Sherman is the largest tree. Yeah. Like I said, the fattest. Uh, it's 36 feet overall. I don't like being ignored during my fat calendar yeah. facts. You missed uh, all these informational uh, discoveries that Patches revealed to us. Like, I still have three facts. How though. would you know that the guy who in, like invented Con Air also invented Expendables 2? Yeah. And he didn't invent Expendables no, 2. No, he, he invented it. <laughs> he was down in the lab they, with they a had and this, pad. They had this movie Expendables... What if I can make it two? <laughs> he invented it. One of the great inventions of our time. <laughs> All right, number three. Uh, the opening kickoff of the second half of Super Bowl One had to be redone because an NBC interview with Bob Hope went too long, throwing off the schedule and causing the cameras to miss the action. <laughs> Why did they have to redo it? Because the camera didn't see it. Yeah, because they wanted people to watch it. <laughs> you can't Never just have happened. a game start in the second half. No, hold on. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> people already don't trust the NFL. Yeah, yeah Bob true. Hope just talked way too long. He just kept droning on and on and on about yeah, whatever golf he was club. talking about. Probably telling jokes. Yeah. yeah probably and even a, then, the ha- jokes. even back then, the halftime uh, show was too long. Yep. Uh, in 1997, viewers of The Simpsons had an opportunity to win a replica of the family's house. Uh, the guy who won actually declined and took the $75,000 payout instead, and it was later repainted in neutral colors and sold, and the current owner reports that fans still trespass and peer into her windows. Nice. I would What's absolutely it? take the cash prize myself. I'm like, why am I going to live in this random city that has this house? Yeah, it was in 1997, years before Airbnb would make it a huge commodity. Yeah, I get, if you oh, did dang. Airbnb. If you would have actually held on to it, you're right. You would have made way more than $75,000. Yeah, people would, at least like seventy six. Well, th- maybe there, maybe the person who took the $75,000 was just thinking short, short-sightedly because yeah. property is like way more valuable over time. So, yeah, this person... In retrospect, I I disagree with former Mike two minutes ago. I if I had a nickel for every time I said that, I, I so disagree much with money. former Mike. <laughs> yep. Uh, and finally, this one's for Mike. Unfortunately, no matter how good your washing machine is, your underwear will never get totally clean. 
laundered undies are still home to as many as 10,000 living bacteria. Ooh. Oh, Need some living like... things in my pants. Yeah, because they <laughs> voted <laughs> on the fact off. That's true. <laughs> so they're still alive. <laughs> yes. Is it dusty your underwear or is it everywhere? It just says undies. It's probably where it, like you. It's probably particles. your socks. I feel like your socks are probably disgusting as well. No, your I handkerchief. Think... Yeah, your old handkerchief. Yeah. No, I, it just says underwear, guys. Stop trying to change my facts. Wait, you're you guys okay. don't. You know what you guys don't do anymore. You don't tell me what the worst fact of the week is. What is the, the best fact of the week? First, the worst fact of the week is that Hyperion one, because I thought it was General Sherman. No, that's just because you had a faulty memory. I thought General, General Sherman was the tallest. Uh, no, largest, fattest. Yeah. Wait, which one of us is the tallest, or which one of us is the largest? <laughs> I think I'm the largest. I think you guys are about the same height. Yeah. Mike's yeah. like a, Mike's a little bit taller. Yeah, Mike's the tallest. I'm the largest. And I'm the best looking. You're the cutest. Aww. Yeah. Cute little button. And nose. as your victory fact winner, I get to go first because I picked the order. No, look, uh, yeah, you picked the order <laughs> and then you chose yourself to go first. Yeah, because I won. So you guys like fish? The right? band or Swedish? Or the uh, food, the food of fish. The fried or the fresh Mediterranean caught fish? Uh, fried fish. Oh, the yeah. Filet or the filet uh, the filet-o fish? The chicken of the sea? Yep, the filet fish sandwich. That's what we're going to get into today because it's the Lent season. And this is a local fact, 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 fact. Uh, worldwide fact because it changed the world, Mike. It did. With the uh, fish? Yep. So, the year is 1962. Um, Lou Gogan right, opened up the first McDonald's in the Cincinnati area in Montfort Heights in 1959. And it was going along. It was still struggling. McDonald's isn't what it is today, but it was struggling. But Lou had a problem. Cincinnati at the time was 87% Catholic. That's too many Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Catholics <laughs> We're going to get in trouble on this podcast. These Catholics are hurting our business. Yeah, they were. As a Catholic, I can say it. Um, back then, Catholics didn't eat fish, uh, didn't eat meat on any Friday. Ever? Ever? Yeah, so Friday came, no meat. Shall uh, you eat? Oh, so uh, they they used to, dang, I, I didn't even know that. So, McDonald's. Fact, Alex, moving on. Mike, yeah. Yep. <laughs> My name of my fact is Catholics didn't eat meat. Um, and like nowadays with Vatican II, you only don't eat meat on during Lent. On Friday. So Lou noticed that another chain, Fish's Big Boy, was cleaning up on Fridays. Fish's, if you don't know, has a really good fish sandwich that a lot of people like. It's pretty good. Mike, Mike's a big fan. I don't know if I've ever had it. Maybe had it once. I would say if I was going to rank my fish sandwiches, it's it's uh, near should. the top of the list. Uh, I think the one at Arby's is pretty good, too. Arby's has a really good one. I do like Arby's. The like the fishes one, there's no thrills to it. It's just like a basic sandwich. It's yeah, it's pretty really basic. Good. But but what makes it is fish's <laughs> no homemade tartar sauce. Yeah, their tartar sauce is good. Let them have their tartar sauce. That's from The Simpsons. Um 
So he's like, you know what? I need to come up with something to change the world. I need a fish sandwich. So he created a fish sandwich out of halibut. He had a special butter uh, batter for it and a total sauce and buns. And he went to Chicago and was like, hey, McDonald's, we need to start selling this. And McDonald's were like, oh, no, no. We don't want to sell this. People aren't going to buy it. It's going to make our restaurant stink like fish. Terrible idea. But really, Ray Kroc, the guy who founded McDonald's, um, was also working on his own meatless option, Ooh. the Hula Burger. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Wasn't it like a burger made made out of... Um, uh, you, you know, it's that fruit, the fruit, the fruit. Uh, damn it. Pineapple. Pineapple. My uh, God. So the hula burger that Croc was pushing was a cold bun, grilled pineapple, and cheese. Well, American cheese on both sides. I think that would be a good idea. And he's like, oh, this is going to be great. People are going to love it. No. What? Who's going to like a grilled that- pineapple sandwich? The cheese part with the pineapple doesn't seem like it would be. But I guess you have pineapple on pizza, so. But be, pineapple is just all sugar. Like, you're not you're not going to get filled up. Like, there's no protein or anything like that. You're just eating a, oh, gosh, this is a terrible idea. Go go on. So how you how do you make all business decisions? You have, a, comp- you have yeah. a competition. Yep. So one Friday, Ray Kroc was like, hey, you know what? I'll put your f- flour fish sandwich. Against my hula burger, and whoever sells more would be added to the menu. So Ray Kroc was so conf- confident. Spoiler alert: he, You can buy hula burgers everywhere. You yeah. <laughs> I'm eating one right now. <laughs> he, he was so confident that he bet his first grillman that the loser would buy the other one a suit. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Uh, he was so rich that he just bet. I bet you this first grillman. You can have it. <laughs> So Friday came, the Flayer Fish, three hundred and fifty, the Hula Burger six, <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably Ray Kroc as uh, the one who bought all six. Hey, I'll, I'll give you money if you go buy this. <laughs> Fair. That's amazing. So in nineteen sixty-five, the Flayer Fish launched na- nationwide. It was the first menu item added to the original McDonald's. Menu. And it's the rest is history. Well, he had to change his recipe because his flare fish cost 30 cents. McDonald's wanted him to get it down to 25 cents. So he went from halibut to the Atlantic cod and add cheese to it. And it was first sold for 29 cents. And now you can get it year round. How would adding cheese make it cheaper? Back then, cheese was falling from the sky. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay people to eat cheese. <laughs> well, you, you know, the government was just handing out cheese at some point. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my fact. Um, yeah, if it's a filet fish, it gave us that great song. Bring me that filet fish. Bring and, me that And the filet fish was like the one unique sandwich that uh, had a special contraption just to, just to heat up the buns. It was like a steam machine for the buns. That's kind of cool. Mike worked. Wait, Mike steam machine, McDonald's. wasn't that your nickname, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Still the hot steam machine. <laughs> Ooh. No one said hot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Better than cold steam. That's not a thing. <laughs> what was the name uh, of the fact, Alex? Flayo fact. Hot steam machine. <laughs> <laughs> I should call it that. The Flayo fact. 
Um, but they say 25% of all player fish are sold through the 40 days of Lent. That's well, actually what? less than I thought it would be. Yeah, outside of Lent, uh, I remember those uh, fish patties just sitting in the, the heat rack for all, all shift. Did you Wait, did you work at McDonald's? Yeah, back in the day in high school, I worked oh, there briefly. Yeah, it was so, actually kind of a fun job. I I enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, who has a better fact, Michael Pat? Probably Mike. No, Mike, you want to go second? I'll do it. Yeah. Have you guys been following like uh, that drama with Activision being purchased out by Microsoft at all? I've been reading some headlines, if that's what you mean. Yeah, so no. if folks at home aren't aware, Microsoft, uh, probably the biggest tech company in America, or second biggest. Uh, bigger, bigger than Meta? Yeah, yeah. Microsoft, bigger there's no way Microsoft's not bigger than Meta. Bigger uh, than Google? Uh, what? Yeah, how would you? So it's the top three are probably Google, Microsoft, and Gateway. Apple, but I'm not oh. sure of the order. I'm guessing Apple... Google, Microsoft, but I think you could probably swap those around a couple You're times. You're talking about like how many people work for them or like who has the biggest Just, like footprint or? Yeah, market cap, I guess. Um, but anyways, uh, getting off on that little tangent, but uh, Activision is one of the biggest video game makers. That's like a yeah. third party company. Uh, they make Call of Duty. So that's like a huge game that has been like the number one selling game probably for 10, 15 years running. It is yeah, crazy how much it sells every year. I know. It, I know. It's always a st- stable seller. I don't get it. No, I don't get it either. But um, it's comfort just quick, food. Yeah. Just quick history about Activision. And this is something I didn't know. Is they were actually uh, founded by ex-Atari developers. So they were like kind of a developers that were mad at Atari for, like uh, I guess, bad you know, work practices. So they left and formed uh, Activision in 1979. Bad work conditions in the video game world? No. No, 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 no. And it was the industry's first third-party studio, too. Which, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you're not aware, uh, first-party studios are the ones like Nintendo makes games for the Nintendo console. Second-party studios are like Nintendo hires a company to make a game for their console. And then a third-party studio is typically a studio that can make games for pretty much any platform. Like your EA Sports and all. Yeah, like EA Sports and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, they were like one of the first big third-party companies like to come out of the Atari era. Um, But you remember when arcades came around and everybody was like, clamoring about high scores they wanted to go and get the high score and th- throwing quarters in the machine nonstop to try to get the local I- i'm sure every single arcade had like the uh high scores there and everybody was competing to get on the board yeah now, pat dominate Kong. pat dominated them all remember tekken tag yeah there's a yeah. good documentary about it called king of kong like pat just said um it was it was huge like uh i think 1978 was the first uh, arcade game to have high scores. It was called uh, Space Invaders, which mm, not doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, I never heard of it. It's pretty good though. I like Space Invaders. Yeah, it's a fun game. Simple but challenging. But the problem is, is how do you translate like that arcade experience, like of high scores, 
and that that sort of thing to like the home experience. You grease up like your hands and put them on your controller and have us like blasting loud noises around you. Yeah, but like uh, if you got a high score at your house, no, none of your friends would know that you got that high score unless you like had them come over to your house and point them to the screen and say, "Hey, look, look what I did." You just tell them at school. Yeah, back in the day, I don't know how you would do it. Hey, hey, look what I did. <laughs> look what I did. <laughs> look at this. Well, now the solution is you you uh, become a person's friend on like PlayStation Network or Xbox Network, and you ha- like Xbox has what is it, achievements, and PlayStation has trophies, and you can look through your friends' lists and see like what they accomplished and what they did. Um, and each game, pretty much every game now has like trophies or achievements tied to them. I, I never became like a big trophy hunter, but do you dabble in that at all, Pat? Or I mean, I collect trophies, um, just of the wild animals on my safari. But <laughs> yeah, he doesn't no. care about game trophies. He's on his wall behind him. If folks at home aren't seen, he has a lion back there. Um, an elephant. Yes, baby elephant. A baby, baby elephant. lion. <laughs> all baby animals. Yeah, he's a a crazy vegan. Yes, <laughs> I don't eat them. But he he loves the he loves their heads. I he's, will a, he's a head him. hunter. Uh, no, I mean, I I don't mind them. I know um, uh, a guy who has two different accounts, and he'll play a game first to see if it's something that interests him. Yeah, because he doesn't want to have like a start of a game and not be platinum. So if he doesn't like it, then he'll then go back. And if he does like it, he'll then sign in and start over in his account so he can platinum it. Yeah, some that people get ridiculous. really really uh, plugged in on it, like uh. There's games uh, they could buy for like 99 cents, and the whole idea of the game is it's like an easy platinum. <laughs> so you could, you could just like hit the but- X button a hundred times. Yeah, you can sell a lot of games just doing that. Yeah. So and and they recently I think came out with a thing where you could hide your your trophies that you didn't complete because some people are just like, yep, obsessive compulsive about that type of thing. Uh, which I guess that's this whole idea could you know, follow down that rabbit hole. Um, but back to the idea of sharing your achievements with your friends before the internet and that sort of thing. Well, Activision had a good idea and I don't know why they didn't carry this out from generation to generation, probably because of trophies in this, but, um, back in the day, you used to get a booklet with your game and mm-hmm. sidebar on that, that booklets were awesome. Like I, I loved getting booklets with my video games. Like that's something that like I would just read the entire thing before I even pop the game into the system, just to get idea of like the controls and the story and the backs. Yeah. Backstory. It, it was awesome. I, people don't get to experience that sort of thing anymore. Well, if you got uh, cyberpunk, cyberpunk has like a whole like actual story book that you can read with it. Yeah. I love that throwback idea of like getting a little tangible thing with your game, but inside this Atari uh, a book that came with your game was a stat sheet. And on that stat sheet, it told you what stats you need to get in the game to get a Atari achievement. And basically what you'd have to do is if you got that stat in the game, you would take a, a photo of your high score with your, with a camera. You probably had to. Oh, so back in the, well, I mean, kids at home probably don't uh, know what, old school cameras were you'd actually go to a developer get the photos printed how old do you think are yeah how young do you think the kids are i don't know i don't know who's listening 
They, they're people might not know you could develop photos. Dancing, TikTok dancing while they listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So they develop the photo, send it in a, a postage stamp letter. Like, well, that's common nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> a postage stamp letter. Yes. That's pretty common. And send it into Activision. And Activision would send them back an achievement patch. That's kind of cool. cool. That's fun. Yeah. I think it's really cool. And each game, like... uh that they would release pretty much would have like uh, different patches you could get. So like, for instance, there was a game called robot tank and there was a patch for destroying like 48 tanks, 60 tanks and 72 tanks. And you had to take to get the, if you, if you took a picture of the 72 tank one, you wouldn't get the patches for the other ones. So So you had to do it like three times. Yeah. You'd have to do it three times. So to get all the different patches for the game, you'd have to send in, evidence of each like accomplishment uh yeah so these these were really games that were like on atari 2600 so these are games before even our time so in television uh there was one for commodore 64 called toy bazaar uh but this patch idea ended in like 1983 so before any of us were even born really so we we didn't get to experience this early game funness but should we give fun. out patches to people who vote for our show? Uh, yeah, then people would have to give us their address. We don't have a patch budget. Yeah. I'll make one. If someone takes a picture of them voting on a fact off and that they're still alive, uh, send it to us at our Twitter handle and I'll send you a free gift of some sort. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to get that. It's his bath water. Shh. Don't tell them that. I got to get rid of it somehow. Yeah. I got to throw this baby out. <laughs> So, yeah, along with the patches, uh, Activision would send you a letter. And I pull one up, and it would, like, for instance, there's this one for uh, Chopper Command, which is an old game. And it's a Dear Chopper Command Pilot, congratulations. Your impressive score of 10,000 or more points on the cadet level shows courage and determination. It truly does. I truly the best. Activision is honored to destroy to bestow you the rank of commando. Destroy you, <laughs> and on you and your insignia is enclosed. Cool. I do like the games you should just be called Robo Tank and Commando Chopper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, then you things. get added One to military, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get added to some sort of club, and you get like a newsletter, and they tell you about new games coming out and all that fun stuff. I, I used to get. Stuff like that for the Lego Club to find out what new Lego were coming out. Um, this this book is going to be blue. <laughs> no, Lego is is uh they're called I Lego know. sets, not Legos. I know, Mike. <laughs> like to see a magazine. The new book is a six uh, brick blue. Uh, Mister Boring Man over there talking about how he didn't experience this as a childhood and didn't have a great life. <laughs> you got your whole life, man. This is real. Don't mention Legos to Mike. Yeah, will come he, at your he whole wasn't life. in the Lego Club, so he did not experience life to the fullest. <laughs> your life sucks. If you weren't in Lego Club, you're a miserable person. <laughs> I was part of the BK Kids Club. All right. Well, I wasn't in that, so I guess I, I'm somewhat miserable myself. Uh, yeah. These, so these letters I was sent uh, used to come from Jan, Marcella, 
the customer relations person at Activision. And uh, there's one letter that would come from uh, Pitfall Harry himself. If he ever played the game Pitfall, if you got an achievement yeah. in that game, Pitfall Harry would send you a letter himself. Well, it's probably Jan again, what? pretending to what? be Pitfall Harry. What is the name of your fact? My name of my fact is called Patch Play instead of Patchwork. Oh, I had no idea where you were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Did you not? I like Patch Play. I like Patch Play. No, is it all part of it? No, no, no. It's just Patch Play. But in case you didn't know, it was a play on the word Patchwork. I think you should call it patch play instead of patch work. Like the, all five words. Okay. No, you can't put that much in. Okay, uh, Is it my turn? Yeah. So as the victory fact, when I can decide if we hear Pat's fact or we just end the episode early. End the episode, please. Put us out of our misery. <laughs> all right, you go, Pat. Man, I already had a hard enough day. So I have a confession about my fact. Uh, I wrote it all down. <gasps> and I actually verified it amongst like three different sources. Me? And right right when I was done, at the end of one of the sources, it says, but this may have never happened. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a, uh, hmm, fact. Yeah. So it's like a legend fact? Uh, legend. Yeah. Legends are facts because it, then... it exists in our minds. Yeah. So um, mine is the battle. Not, hold uh, on. Hold on. <laughs> That's not how facts work. <laughs> that means everything is a fact. If it's a fact because it exists in your mind. <laughs> I'm not going to fetch that. <laughs> Mike's blanket statement. This is the fact off. We can de- we can <laughs> define facts however we want. Yeah, that's that's how religion works. A- <laughs> Alex, don't you, don't you know? It's a fact because it's in their mind. <laughs> it's in your mind. It must be true. I think Alex is 12 feet tall, and that's a fact. <laughs> you know, it's in your mind, so it must be true. <laughs> All right. Can I get started? Yeah, you can go. I just didn't want to pass that. Do you remember? Do you remember? The 21st night of September? I do. In 1788? Yeah. 200 years before you were born? No, that was the year I was born. Well, yeah. Uh, so mine is the Battle of Karansabes. Have okay. you heard of it? Yeah. Sounds like a made-up fact already. <laughs> so my, that's, it's a real place. You're probably insulting someone right now, Some one of our listeners in some country. All right, so my fact takes place during the Austro-Turkish War uh, from 1788 to 1791. Yep. So the Austrians were raging war against the Ottoman Empire. I feel yeah. like this is all within the realm of fact so far. So far, doing I mean, good. I, September twenty first did exist. There was a war. So the Austrian uh, army was made up of various different countries, such as the Austrian nationals, men from <laughs> Czech Republic, Germany, France, Croatia, Serbia, and Poland. Needless to say, communication was sometimes an issue with the men yeah. in the army. They all spoke different languages. Communication is always tough with men, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the Austrian army and the Ottoman Empire were currently in a battle for the Danube River. While that's, they were on a scouting... Again, that's that's a real river. Confirmed. See? And I looked up how to pronounce it. While what, they were the on a... river? 
<laughs> yeah, River. I thought it was River. Um, while they were on a scouting mission looking for the Turkish army, some Austrian cavalry cavalrymen, <clears throat> some Austrian cavalrymen came across some Romani travelers. The travelers offered the men some schnapps to relax after a long day's work. And what happens when you get some schnapps? With the peppermint? Yes. Oh, and then you fall asleep. You get really, really drunk. Mm. So they they spent the night. Apparently, this it was a moonless night. Like, I guess there were clouds in the sky. So it was a very dark night, and they got really drunk. And later in the night, another group of the infantry men came over, and they were like, hey, you look like you're having fun. Give us some of that alcohol. To which the guys with the alcohol said, no. And they were like, yes. And then they were like, no. And they got like a fight broke out. And apparently someone accidentally fired a gun. And it made a loud commotion. This big brawl of these army men. Now, across the river where their camp was, they heard this gunshot. And they heard all this commotion. So they thought it was the Turkish army attacking. So they got all their guys together and they started yelling, Turks, Turks. Then all the drunk people heard the army yelling, Turks, Turks, and thought that they were being attacked by the Turks. So they start rushing back. So they're running across the river back to where their camp was. The people at the camp who think that the Turks were invading thought the people running across the river were the Turks. So what do you think happened? They all surrendered? No, they all started fighting and shooting each other and killing each other. Yeah. They were drunk and it was dark and it was a misunderstanding. Drunk people famously can't aim a weapon. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. Everybody knows drunk people can't aim weapons. Famously can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they just started all fighting each other. Apparently, some uh, one, some of the German soldiers recognized. They were like, whoa, 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 we're fighting ourselves. Let's knock this off. And he started yelling the word for the German word for halt, meaning stop. But apparently, it must have sounded a lot like the Turkish word for Allah which is what they would yell out when they were in battle. So that just fueled people even more. They're like, oh, it must be the Turks. People are yelling Allah in battle. So that night, like until sunrise, they were fighting themselves, killing themselves. And in the morning, but when they realized the mistake, it was too late. Oh, you can't bring people back from the dead. Oh, that's how the story ends. That's why people think it's not true. They all came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so varying reports... Uh, have the ca- casualties ranging from 150 to like 10,000. Damn. That's so. too many people. That's a big How many, how many people are getting drunk off peppermint schnapps? <laughs> yeah, but once you're fighting and like everybody, no one speaks the same language. I doubt they had matching uniforms. So, so what part of the fact was drawn into contention? Well, all of that. So, okay. <laughs> the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> After, so the, I just want to wrap up the fact, uh, Two days later, guess who showed up? The Ottomans. The Ottomans. The Turks showed up, and like the people, the army was already defeated, so they didn't even have to battle them. They just showed up and took over uh, the Karansabis, uh place. So that's why they call it the Battle of Karansabis. It's like a war, and what's it called? A friendly fire war that took place in the middle of the battle. Um, one of the one of the bigger military blunders of our age. So apparently. Any sort of story about this didn't come out for another 40 years. And because they're people think embarrassed to even speak of it, that's what people think. That's what people who believe it happened think. 
other people think that just the idea that 10,000 people died was a bit ridiculous. Um, and there's no like real hard ev- evidence that it happened. But it's a fun story, and it shows up a lot of places on the internet, so it has to be a fact. If it's in your mind, it's a fact. <laughs> if, it's my, if it's in your mind, it's a fact. So that was my fact. The Battle of Karansabees. The Battle of Karansabees. Yeah, I, I said that as if I was going to keep saying other things, <laughs> but that's just <laughs> how I pronounce the word. The Battle of Karansabees. Well, there you have it, folks. So three facts for tonight are the Paleo fact, the patch play instead of patchwork, and battle <laughs> of. This <laughs> is patch play, and the battle of Caranthobies. I say that right? Nope. Or the Michael Caranth- spell it correctly? Caranthobies. Caranthobies. I'm sure Google Caran- could help me get to the correct answer. <laughs> Caranthobies. So go to fact. Okay, got it. <laughs> go to factoffpodcast.com and vote for which one you think is the best. There's going to be a vote section in the show notes that says vote or this or stay alive. Um, so voting now is to die. No, we need. I don't want people to vote die and though. stay alive. Yeah, vote and stay alive. No, vote and have fun or have fun. No, because then they want to have fun. That's true. Vote or lose money. No, I don't want people to lose money. Yeah, so they would vote. Or or put vote or don't vote on the link. On yeah, the link, right. Vote or don't vote. See what I care. Put that down there. Yeah. And then that link will take you straight to the voting <laughs> page so you can vote for Mike which fact you, <laughs> fact you think is the best. Uh, check us out on all the socials. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mike is off this winter, so he'll be posting more. Uh, if you have any questions, email us at factoffpodcast at gmail.com. And have a great day. Bye. <laughs>